This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, February 19th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. USDA outreach coming on climate policy. Immigration bill mixed bag for farms and study ID's excess nitrogen areas. Well wishes to Bob Dole. Former Senator Bob Dole, who is 97, starts treatment Monday for stage 4 lung cancer. While I certainly have some hurdles ahead, I also know that I join millions of Americans who face significant health challenges of their own, Dole said in a statement he posted yesterday. Bonnie Eyes outreach to farmers and foresters on climate. USDA's top climate policy advisor, Robert Bonney, says the department has a little over 30 days to carry out its outreach to farmers, ranchers, and forest managers on climate policy. An executive order signed by President Joe Biden required USDA to get input from the sector on how agriculture should be involved in addressing climate change, a top priority for the Biden administration. Speaking at USDA's Ag Outlook Forum, Bonnie also said the department has about 75 days to complete a report on climate smart agriculture. USDA also has a role to play in meeting Biden's goal of conserving 30% of U.S. land by 2030. Bonnie says USDA will rely on partnerships and incentives to do that. By the way, A new study by USDA's Economic Research Service uses survey data to track trends in cover crop adoption. Among the findings, 15.4 million acres of cover crops were planted in 2017, up 50% from 2012. Fields in cotton and corn silage were significantly more likely to have cover crops than fields used for soybeans or corn for grain. One-third of the cover crops planted in 2018 received financial incentives from federal, state, and other sources. Immigration bill lacking ag priorities. Biden's immigration bill has finally been introduced in Congress, and it's well short of what will be needed to get support from farm groups. The bill offers an expedited path to citizenship for farm workers, but there's no expansion of the H-2A program, and the legislation would require farms to start paying overtime. Now, keep in mind, the bill's sponsors acknowledged it will be tough to pass broad immigration bill and wouldn't rule out trying to attach pieces of Biden's proposal to budget reconciliation bill that wouldn't need GOP votes. Biden said the bill, quote, will bring about much-needed change to an immigration system where reform is long overdue. You can read our report at AgriPulse.com. AgriPulse Daybreak will continue after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. USDA, China staying in corn market despite high prices. 
China's voracious appetite for corn imports is the driving factor behind rising prices, and the country will continue its purchasing spree despite how expensive the grain is becoming, says USDA chief economist Seth Meyer. The Chinese continue to buy, Meyer said during the Ag Outlook Forum yesterday. Certainly, Chinese demand isn't being rationed by those higher prices because they are still lower than prices internal to China. Chinese demand will help push U.S. corn exports in fiscal year 2021 up to a new record of $14 billion. That, according to a new USDA forecast, that would be up from just $8.2 billion in fiscal year 2020. Now, take note. China's forecast to import a record $31.5 billion worth of all U.S. ag commodities in fiscal year 2021, up from about $17 billion in fiscal year 2020. Total U.S. ag exports are projected at a record $157 billion for FY21. The U.S. livestock industry is feeling, quote, the pinch of higher grain prices, Meyer said, but he stressed that so far demand has been pretty robust as well for those meat products. You can read our report on his commodity forecast at agripulse.com. Study IDs farmland stores of surplus nitrogen. A new study has identified 20 hot spots of opportunity where farmers and government agencies should focus their nitrogen reduction efforts. According to the study, farmers in those areas could cut nitrogen usage without hurting crop yields. The nitrogen surplus areas, quote, represent a whopping 63% of the total surplus nitrogen balance in U.S. croplands, but only 24% of U.S. cropland area says a news release from the University of Vermont. In total, they comprise 759 counties across more than 30 states, according to the study published in Environmental Research Letters. Based on total excess nitrogen, the top-ranked hot spot is a 61-county area across Illinois, Indiana, Missouri, and Wisconsin. Next is a 55-county region in Kansas and Nebraska, followed by 38 counties in Iowa, Minnesota, and South Dakota. Trump NEPA guidance pull back. The Biden administration is rescinding a draft guidance issued by the Trump administration to implement the National Environmental Policy Act, saying the previous guidance did not give agencies clear direction on how to assess the impact of greenhouse gases on their activities. The Council on Environmental Quality Take another look at the Obama-era guidance issued in 2016 and, quote, is encouraging federal agencies to consider all available tools and resources at assessing greenhouse gas emissions and climate change effects of their proposed actions, including that 2016 guidance. Interior nominee endorsed by conservation groups. A large and varied collection of conservation groups has endorsed New Mexico Representative Deb Holland for Interior Secretary, calling her, quote, a proven leader and the right person to lead the charge against the existential threats of our time, tackling the climate, biodiversity, extinction and COVID-19 crisis and racial justice inequities on our federal public lands and waters. 
The groups, ranging from the Natural Resources Defense Council to Rocky Mountain Farmers Union, made their view known in a letter to Senate leaders, including Senate Energy and Natural Resources Chairman Joe Manchin of West Virginia, who will preside over Holland's confirmation hearing on Tuesday. Holland faces opposition from Republicans critical of her anti-fossil fuel stance. REN prices near historic highs. Prices for renewable identification numbers, compliance credits for the renewable fuel standard, are steadily rising and approaching their highest levels in history, that according to a report from the Energy Information Administration. The corn ethanol D6 REN price surpassed a dollar a gallon in late January and early February. This is the highest price since 2013, according to EIA. D4 rents for biodiesel approached $1.20 a gallon during the same time frame. EIA says the price increases are due in part to a reduction in small refinery exemptions and uncertainty around future usage mandates. Here's today's He Said It. We've got to end these wars. If we can end the wars honestly, we can end world hunger. That World Food Program Executive Director, David Beasley, a former South Carolina governor. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, February 19th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.